0: Paper for a Korean music historian exploring all the industry from A to Z. <clears throat> <sighs> okay, hopefully this records well. So you've you've come back for episode two, you little rascal. I'm so excited to share with you today's special guest host. This is the person who was actually my very first podcast guest many, many years ago when I used to have a podcast called Fangirling. I'm so excited for you to hear her thoughts on something that I haven't spoken to much about, and that's a totally different scene of the K-pop thing you know so without further ado let me introduce you to my big sister sarah aka young ajuma
1: it's time for an album a day sister show we have a special guest
0: what's up everybody
1: it's your favorite ajuma young ajuma here and i am your guest host for this episode of a three a day sister show now if you don't know who i am where have you been (laughs) I am a Korean entertainment content creator, writer, YouTuber, podcaster, interviewer. I've pretty much done it all, and that means I've been exposed to many different types of Korean music. And I gotta say, no disrespect to K-pop, but Korean R&B is where I belong. There is something so exciting and soothing about familiar chords coming from new-to-me artists, so I thought it would be a great idea to introduce you to some artists that dominate the genre. Now, unfortunately, I won't be able to talk about everyone that I love because I just don't have that type of time. Well, hopefully, you'll be able to find an artist or two that you'll come to love. Now, moving forward, I'm going to be referring to the genre as the After Dark genre. And if you're wondering why, honestly, it just has a nice ring to it. But I do mean Korean R&B and there might be some K-pop. I don't know. We'll have to see. We'll start with something familiar to those who are fans of second-generation K-pop. I'm talking Big Bang. More specifically, GD and Top with their song Baby Goodnight. Let me set the stage for you. GD and Top had a collaboration album back in 2010. Yes, we are going that far back for this. And they had just released their first MV for the song "Hi Hi." Great song, but we aren't here for that. Baby Goodnight was the last MV that they created for their album, and oh my god. (laughs) It showcases GD and Top in a way that I had never seen before. They're with their significant others in what I assume is like a hotel suite. The music was very different from the hard-hitting rap that I was used to from them. Now the video ends with both GD and Top leaving their women to come sit together on the couch to talk, sleep, look I honestly don't know why they left the women. When you watch the video you'll probably be just as confused as I was back then but honestly it's K-pop and it was back in 2010. We kind of knew nothing was going to happen even though we really wanted something to happen. It did pique my interest though in this type of music, this genre, subgenre if you will. But if you are interested in something more mature, allow me to possibly introduce you to one of my favorite artists, ELO. He's currently under the AOMG label and the man is sex on water. There's really no other way to put it. I'm not talking visually because I firmly believe beauty is in the eye of the beholder, but when he gets in his mood, oh you best believe he's singing someone's panties off. For example, the first time I remember hearing Ello was on J Park's 2016 song, Turn Off Your Phone Remix. Now, to be fair, J Park did come with some fire. I will give him that, but the moment ELO showed up, oh, it was over. J Park, I have a question. How in the world do you get outsung on your own song? God. <laughs> now, look, that's just my opinion, but trust me. There's a reason why the comments on that video are 95% about ELO singing Baby Come to Daddy. Okay, yes, he went there with that. Honestly, I thought this might have been a fluke, so I did some deep diving in his discography, most notably with his collaboration uh, with rapper Penameco, and it is not a fluke, y'all. There's a reason why there was only one music video for the penameco ELO collab album. Titles like Deep and Body might also be an indication if you can pick up what I'm putting down, okay? Now, it's not just the men that have been getting down in this after dark section of the world. Female artists like Hoodie, Miso, Sei have all been putting on their high heels or Tims, whatever they prefer, and have been stomping all over this scene. And I'd like to add that Hoodie has a collaboration with Ello called Friends with Benefits, so you already know what that means my gosh that's an amazing song you guys got to listen to it i swear it is mm, chef's kiss getting back to the women i want to focus on independent artist alicia she may not sound familiar to most people which is understandable i didn't even know of her until the day spotify recommended her to me and i'm so thankful that it did that She's an independent Korean American rapper. She's a singer, songwriter and producer and debuted back in 2017 with the digital single, Love Me. But the song that I first heard her with is called Drunk Texting that honestly is self-explanatory. She's drunk, she's texting someone of the opposite sex. I don't know, it could be her boyfriend, her ex, some dude that she met at a club, but you can imagine how that song goes. All of her music that I could find is on Spotify, so I strongly urge you to check her out. And if you don't have Spotify, don't worry, just like look her up on SoundCloud. She has that as well. Another female artist that is holding her own is BB. She was a hot topic ever since she released Zeno back in 2020, and I'm so looking forward to hearing what she has for 2021. One song that really caught my ear was her collaboration with Crush for his song for his album with her listen i could have done a whole episode just on crush but we don't have time for that now the song that he did with BB, however is called she said and BB said that she did that if you have not heard this song please go check it out she gave crush a run for his money okay and they were both about as nasty as they want to be i was almost in shock almost now, I don't want to leave my traditional K-pop fans out in the cold in this episode. We got some really great musicians that have dabbled in this after dark genre as well. Artists like Baekhyun, Red Velvet, Taemin, they all have numerous after dark songs that will have you swaying to the music with your eyes closed and your mind elsewhere. <laughs> in fact Baekhyun is part of this subunit XOCDX with Chen and Shumin. And in 2018, they released their second album, Blooming Days. On this album, there was a song called Thursday. And honestly, I have no freaking clue what it's about. I looked it up on uh, like the English translations. I googled why it was called Thursday. None of this stuff makes sense to me. I mean, the, the lyrics themselves, I guess, would be okay. But I'm trying to figure out why it's called Thursday. Perhaps this song is one of the songs that are just like lost in translation, you know? All I know is the music, the instrumental, the way Schumann, Chen, Beckun's voices just blend so well together, it's amazing. You want to talk about someone getting underwear thrown at them? Let XOCBX sing Thursday at a concert. Any concert. Oh someone is getting hit with a bra. Just saying. Jun Wang from AB6 is another one who's in danger of getting hit with flying pieces of clothing. This is a moment where I am so glad for people I've met on social media. I had completely skipped over this album and someone was kind enough to help me see the error of my ways. Now, since I'm late to this, I don't know if anyone else knows about Jun Wang's song, Moon Dance. Before we get to the song, let's talk about this music video. What in the world were you doing in that video? Was that dancing? Is that what the moon dance was? My gosh! Now listen, to be fair, he's an adult and he can do whatever he pleases, but jeez. I actually had to look up his age to be sure what I was watching was not illegal. Now objectively, the song was great. It's a nice change from the group's original concept. Uh, I'm curious to see where this leads. Uh, Musically speaking, of course, I don't think I can handle seeing Joon do whatever the hell that was that he was doing in the music video for Moondance. Now, I have to say that one reason why I like these types of songs so much is because they've been produced by people that I'm already familiar with. For example, I'm a huge fan of Red Velvet's Velvet Side, specifically their song Kingdom Come. When that album came out, I must have replayed it about a thousand times. And finally, I got myself together to check out who the producer was. And surprise, surprise, it were the stereotypes. If you don't know who they are, please Google them. They have created many, many hits in a K-pop scene as well as like in the American market. They are huge and they're so lovely. Like on a personal note, I really do enjoy the stereotypes. So check them out. You guys, discussing K-pop after dark music is so fun, but unfortunately, it's time for me to go. If you enjoyed everything we discussed and want to learn more about these artists, or you just want to hang out with me some more, make sure you follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. You can find me all at Young Ajima. That's Y-O-U-N-G-A-J-U-M-M-A-H. Thank you so much for Ashley letting me crash her sister show. And I really hope that I get to hear from all of you again. Take care, guys. And be safe.
0: music for industry from A to Z. There's sponsored ads and social media hashtags, but this show is truly supported by the efforts of My McWallis, the most amazing fan base a little entertainer could Bye. ever have. Special shout out to my Patreon patrons, the student body, the scholars, and the staff who keep my vision of becoming your favorite foreign Korean music historian exploring all the industry from A to Z, a real thing. If you're interested in supporting the growth of this content, please visit patreon.com slash multifaceted And for as little as $1 a month, you can get in on the magic too. Interested in continuing your support at the free 99 price? I'd love you for it. You can still engage with the show and me, your lovely host, when you retweet, repost, and share the show and use hashtag A, the number three, and the word day. Please consider leaving a few stars or a review on Apple Music, iTunes, IMDb, or Podchaser to keep things growing in the right direction.